It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome, everybody. This is going to be such a fun episode. Uh, I am um, excited because I have a very special guest, Joe Gaudet. Joe Gaudet is one of those individuals who is a master impersonator, right? He can do, I don't know how many voices, but we're going to find out. But he does a great Arnold Schwarzenegger, probably one of the best. Hello, cutie pie. I've noticed that you brush your teeth. Let me smell them. Let me breath. It smells like unicorns and rainbows. I'm so proud of you. Um, he does a great uh, Michael J. Fox. He does, uh, uh, you know, uh, Christopher Walken, I think. Uh, 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 Mark Wahlberg. Anyway, so it's, it's going to be fun to get to know him and how he got in the business, how he actually gets clients. Uh, Joe Gaudet is an accomplished actor, voice actor, comedian who has voiced countless commercials, animated series, video games, and voice double for some of Hollywood's biggest names. I'm excited to have him on the show. Joe Gaudet, welcome to the show. Good to be here, bro. How are you? Man, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited that I'm not in Connecticut with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Rub it in. No, it's cool. It's fine. Literally, it's cool. Uh, it's cold. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, we'll, we're, uh, we got the heat on, so I think we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank goodness for those uh, for those creature comforts, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right. So, so how did you become a voice actor? I mean, was this something that you started in high school? At, you know, so no, that's the funny how did, thing. How did I you didn't get into that. I always did acting. I was, you know, I always did plays and stuff, and theater, and independent films in Boston, and then you know, as you grow up, you start to see like, oh, Toy Story. Wow, that's animated. And then because it didn't really hit me till I was like 18, 19. I mean, I saw Toy Story when I was in fifth grade. So it was like, cool, you could do that. But I didn't know to what extent. And then with college, I, I kind of started realizing what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to do what I was doing in college. So I just dropped out. And I said, I want to be an actor. So, but I could, I couldn't go right into it. I had to get a job to pay the bills because I didn't want to be like all my buddies and be that struggling actor. So I had a plan and I figured voiceover would be flexible enough. I could do it from anywhere because the technology was getting there right. that I didn't have to be in LA. I didn't have to be in New York. And I literally, if I had a walk-in closet with some blankets and, and a microphone, I could learn how to do it. So I just Googled and YouTubed everything I could about how to learn how to do it. And it was just practice, 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 you know, do some free work when you start. And then you just slowly build up the confidence and it's networking, it's sales, it's business. It's you're constantly trying to make connections and, 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 and foster, foster relationships. And it was just got to the point where I was working a day job. I hated it. So it made me work even harder to, you know, pick up the phone during my lunch breaks call, you know, animation studios, recording studios in Boston, all around the country, because I, I could record at home. So it was just, it was just, you know, it started to snowball. And then, uh, you know, I started hating my job even more. And I, I've had some success. You know, I was on a PBS cartoon called Fizzy's Lunch Lab. And that did okay. It got nominated for some Emmys. And we were like, this is great. But I'm like, here I am still working that day job. And like, what do I 
what do I do? So I broke down at work one day and I was just like, I can't take it anymore. I, I, I called more studios in the area and it happened to be a, a studio in uh, right outside of Boston who was casting for a new uh, Saturday morning cartoon. And I had just caught them at the right time. They said, sure, send in your demos. Would you like to audition? So I auditioned and, you know, call back after call back after call back. I got cast in the show. I couldn't tell my job because I didn't want to get fired because I still had to make money. And so I used all my vacation days. I used all my sick days. I used everything. I would come in early, no lunch breaks, leave early so I could go to the studio and record. So it was, it was like one big lie. And then, you know, my son was born and I said, I don't want to be that guy who just works in a cubicle for the rest of his life. I want to show my son and my kids that I can do this. And you don't have to work for anybody. I mean, yeah, you got to work for people at some point in your life. I get it. But I just wanted to show my kids, if, if, if you put your mind to it, you can do it. So I just, I quit that job and I, I went full-time as a voice actor about six years ago. And, and uh, it's, uh, it's work, man. As you know, it's, it's sales. It's getting told no every single day. It's, uh, you know, most people see the stuff I'll post online and they, you know, like, like any actor career, they'll see the great, the great parts. Nobody sees that hustle. Nobody sees the, the nice crying yourself, the nice, oh, am I going to be able to do, you know, it's, it is, it's emotional roller coaster, but uh, in the end it's worth it. Cause I don't have to answer to anybody except myself or oh, my wife, you know, you can answer your wife, <laughs> but not, not my, you know, no boss micromanaging right. me 24 seven. Yeah. So, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, and so that, that is, I think, one of the great benefits of being on your own is that you set your own schedule. But of course, that's one of the negatives about being on your own is that you have no set schedule. And, right. and, and I think what makes it hard or harder is your discipline or lack thereof. If yeah. you have the discipline to get on the phone every day and say, hey, I'm going to make 10 phone calls regardless. I'm going to make 10 phone calls every day. Right you're going to be ahead of the, of those individuals who are, who are too afraid or too undisciplined to make phone calls. Absolutely. And, and I think what separates you is the fact that you were willing to do that because there's a lot of people out there who are gifted at voice acting or gifted actors and yep. they're waiting to be discovered. I, I, I've met so many actors who are, no, I'm going to wait till I get an agent. No, well, don't, an agent, wait. don't wait. Don't <laughs> wait. Dude, especially in today's age, everybody's got a phone. Everybody has internet. Everybody has TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and all that stuff. It's there's like there's no excuse. And you know, people are like, well, how do you? How do I do it? Just just do it. Right. Just pick up the phone, call, get creative. The way I've I've landed some of my biggest clients by taking some of their commercials and just dubbing over it as Arnold Schwarzenegger just for a laugh. And they just because people like when you get free gifts, it took me five minutes to do you dub over a Doritos commercial as Arnold or something. I mean, look at all these chips here. I mean, they're fantastic. They're going everywhere. Look at the protein and fiber in there. I mean, it's great. There's no two ways about it. And they're like, oh, my God, this is great. Holy crap. Thank you for taking the time. And then you'll send it to them and they'll they'll want to find out more about you because they said, wow, he took the time. Let me see his email signature. Let's click on it. So you, you're always leaving breadcrumbs everywhere. And, and you know that's how you get discovered. That's how you, you build relationships. That's how you get more work. Agents are amazing. I love my agents. I have six of them, but I would probably say over 90% of my income as a voice actor in my career comes from my own work, my own marketing, my own clients I get for myself. It's great. Cause you don't have to pay a commission. 
But, you know, at the same time, I love the agents because they'll get you the big opportunities. But the bread and butter stuff, the stuff you just got to keep your nose down and work on the stuff that nobody ever sees, the commercials, the explainer videos, the corporate narrations, those are the bread and butter. Those pay for the car. Those pay for the house. Those pay the bills. And those those dream jobs, you know, those are few and far between. But you should chase them as well. But it's those jobs that that pay the bills. I don't care about the clout. I don't care about the Look how many followers. I, it's like followers are great. I love the fans. I love the followers. But at the end of the day, I have a business to run. I want, I want to put food on the table. I, I don't want to have to, you know, struggle like, like a lot of people out there. And, you know, it's, it's, it's better than the alternative. It's better than going to work for somebody. Like I said. No, absolutely. Uh, bottom line, when you're working for yourself, man, when times are good, times are really good. Yes. And yes. when times are bad, I still think they're better than having a job. Yeah. You know, because and, and, you're, you're only you're only limited by how much work you do. I sit at a desk from nine to five, crunching numbers in a spreadsheet. I'm still going to make, you know, 800 bucks every two weeks or however much it was back then. Right now, it's like, OK, if I make all these calls, these emails, these DMs, these LinkedIn connections, these all you know, post these contents here, post this here, all that stuff. It snowballs. It might be a dry week, but all those little things will snowball into some big work. And, and if you don't work you don't get money. But if you work your butt off, you'll get a lot of money and a lot of work. And it, for me, it's not about, I mean, the money's great. Don't get me, but like, it's about, I love the creative process. I love working with companies. I love working with networks, with showrunners, with producers, with audio engineers. And, and it's a, it's a team effort. Cause I came from a theater background. I came from doing, you know, on camera and you're constantly working with people. And then you get in, into voiceover and it's mostly on your own. So when I have a chance to work with other clients, Face to face on Zoom over the phone, you know it's it's a group effort. I love that. Not just hey, here's a script, voice it and send it back. Which you know a lot of the times it is, and you get paid, which is great. But it's those relationships. It, it it it's that human interaction. And COVID has like it has just hurt everybody. We can't get the face to face. At least we can do this, you know. And right. I'm grateful for that technology. But I mean, yeah, I just I love working with people. Like that's 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 where I get my excitement from. Absolutely. All right. So so. Um, you, you started full-time about six years ago. You just said, mm -hmm. Hey, I'm going to cut the cord yep. full-time. And you know what, this is something that, uh, it, it can be to your advantage using that pressure, you know, because a lot of people, and again, I think this is the right thing to do. You hold on to the job as long as you can, just like you did. Right. And, you know, at the and then when when the time is right, you hit the subscribe button and you hit the like button. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, but at the at the right time, right. You, know, yeah, when, yeah. When, you know, you you cut that cord and you say, okay, I'm going to go on my own. And that pressure of having no job or no right. call it floor, yeah. man, you that can work for you and. You know, people ask me all the time, well, I don't know what to say. You don't have to be smart. You don't have to have some no. really, you know, what do you call it? Great script. It can be as simple as, hi, I'm Bert. Um, I, I, I want to do this. And, and is there, you know, who do I talk to in your company that can Exactly. You know, exactly. Worst case scenario. No. Okay. Bye. Right. Hey, move on to the next. Keep going. Like, and it's, everybody's going to tell. There's more no's than anything, but it's those yeses and those yeses who tell somebody else. But it's. It, it, it's almost like buying scratchers, you know, it's lottery, just 
boom, boom. I didn't win on that one. Ah, do I spend 30 bucks on this one? I just get like two fives. Like, you, you know, you constantly think like, what do I, it's, it's, it gets addicting. It really, you know, I, I get up early every day, five 30. And then the kids are sleeping until seven. Then I can get them ready for school. So I can have an hour and a half to myself to do all that stuff. Then my wife goes to work and then I'll have until about three o'clock. And then when the kids go to bed at seven, eight, I'll two more hours in the booth. So it, it's, it, it gets addicting. Cause it's like, what am I going to be a millionaire today? Am I, is, is this the day that, cause you don't know, you know, you're grateful you woke up and you're like, all right, let's do this again. And, and, you know, every day I try to forget about the day before just cause like every day is a new day. Let's start, let's keep going. And then just have fun. That's the most important thing. Just have fun while doing it. It doesn't have to be mundane while you're chasing that dream. Yeah. And, and I love what you said there about is today, the day I become a millionaire is today to get, that I get that $500,000 or million dollar job. Right. You know, what a great attitude. Cause you don't, you never know. I mean, cause it is like scratchers or playing the lottery today could be the day right. that everything changes. It could. And, and you know what? Okay. So, so I sent, I sent uh, a couple of your uh, Schwarzenegger uh, videos to Arnold. Yeah. Um, and Back in the day, this is before LinkedIn. This is before any kind of technology. I wanted to meet Arnold. Um, there was a company called uh, uh, Corelco who had just gotten delisted off the New York Stock Exchange. There were 25 or, yeah, I think there were a $25 stock. And then all of a sudden they went down to 25 cents. And, and this is a big, I'm sorry, it was an independent studio, not necessarily a big one, but an independent studio. And they had made the original Terminator. They had made the basic instinct and they had made a couple of Sylvester Stallone movies and so I met with the principals at Corelco and I thought man if, if, if I could get Schwarzenegger involved not that I wanted his money but his name alone could bring right. you know yeah, yeah yeah and so I said I started asking everybody who do you know that can put me in touch with Arnold Schwarzenegger and of course everybody says no 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 and then I'm 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 uh, me and a, a client and his wife, I'm taking him out to uh, a movie and I ask them both, you know, he's a businessman. She's a stay at home mom. And the stay at home mom says, Oh, I know. I know how you can get a hold of him. I know when he's going to be in town. Awesome. And so uh, long story short, we make this connection. And, uh, uh, and so anyway, out of all the people that I, that I've heard do a Schwarzenegger impression, I think you have to be, 95%, 99% there. Yeah, I agree. I, cause it's not a hundred, some days, some days it's great. So, and it, it, people always want the over the top impressions. And for me, you know, trying to voice double people for, for, for film trailers or for side projects, it's the, it's, 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 it's not the over the top. Like Arnold wouldn't just say, ah, you know, he doesn't, he in movies. Yeah. I mean, but if you're just talking to him, I mean, there's no two ways about it. All right. It's fantastic here. I mean, knowing you and all of the questions that you're going to ask, you're probably asking, you know, the bodybuilding is great and the, the acting and the entrepreneurship is great. But what I want to know is how do you wake up every day, put on the glasses, interview Joe Goddard? I mean, this is great, right? This is fantastic. Like he, there's certain cadence, there's certain ways he says certain things. And that's, I get obsessed with that, with a lot of the different voices and, and it's, it's, it's not a thing. People just assume I do it all day, every day. It's not. It's I'll post it on TikTok. I talk in my normal voice. And that's why I'm really grateful. Most work I do is in my own voice. So I haven't pigeonholed myself yet. But, um, you know, it's it's very, it's very fun to talk like 
different celebrities and and just just run over different scenarios in your head and it comes in handy for you know animated series and stuff because you can use those references as a as a baseline for characters and stuff but it, it, it man it gets it gets addicting to do those voices so have you heard from Schwarzenegger? Has he reached out? Have you guys connected? Not personally, but I know, I mean, we pitched a bunch of different shows to networks and, and they were like, well, Arnold's team has to sign off on this and this and this. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, this wasn't Arnold. This was Joe. So like they believed that was on. So <laughs> we're like, we have to get legal involved. I'm like, no, 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 no. This was, this was, you know, this guy named Joe, this no name dude named Joe Gaudet. Like he did. I said like, oh, wow, that was really good. So that's fun. And then with the deep fakes, you know, those are fun to do and the technology's getting there. I oh really, my gosh. Those I are... really believe that technology, it will be used for, for, for nefarious you know, purposes, right? In, in, in terms of entertainment, you have mo motion capture actors like Andy Serkis with Gollum and all those characters they're doing now. I really believe these, they'll have legacy characters living on after they pass away or if they need a younger version and, and they'll have actors like me who can double for people and, kind of carry on that legacy i really i really think that's going to be a thing and it'll be great for the entertainment industry because you can carry that legacy on you know you know with with care and with respect not just let's just make another terminator movie or another back to the future or whatever just to just to do it it's got to be done with care and uh it will be abused you know it will be abused yeah oh absolutely a any technology out there is sooner or later going to be abused so okay so like uh for schwarzenegger how long did it take you to master that impression? Years. I mean, because I, I, I like, normally like, I remember back 10 years ago, my voice was kind of like up here and I would, I would work at it. I would probably bring my, I would do exercises to get a deeper voice. And then, because I used to do it, then it would sound like you just first came from Austria back in 1960s and the 70s. And then, you know, when he's smoking stogies, his voice get raspier. So there's a lot of like stuff that goes into it. So it was just, it's watching interviews and, and listening and repeating, watching interviews with all with all the voices that I do. It's the same. It's the same process. It's a musicality. I can't explain it to save my life. It's just something I hear and I do and I ship things around and, and you do different pitch. It's it's a weird thing. I, I, I'm like the worst person to explain things because people ask me, can you teach me how to do it? I'm like, I wish I could. I just I just don't know how to how to explain it. And they're like, wow, thanks, dude. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. That guy's a jerk. He just wants to keep the secret to himself. Exactly. I'm 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 100 honest with people. Like, I don't hold anything back. So it's like I'm sorry. All right. So Michael, uh, Michael J, uh, Michael A. Fox. Michael, Michael J. Fox. J. Fox. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Uh, you do uh, again uh, a spot on impression of him. And and what one of the things that I think makes a great impression is not only the voice but also the mannerisms, right? You, you right. Have... No, it's great. Fine. Doc. Uh, no, great. It's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, wait a second, doc. Like there's all, you know, he, the, a lot of, a lot of that movement, a lot of, uh, you know, back in the day, he was just like, he, he got excited. He was a very reactive character. Um, the funny story about that, Christopher Lloyd FaceTime me a couple of weeks ago. Cause he, he saw my Michael J. Fox impression and he FaceTime me. I'm like, it's the doc. <laughs> And he was just like, he was like, Marty, great Scott. I'm like, Doc, well, what's uh, what's going on, Doc? Like, it was just, it was, it made, it made my life. Like, I, I became an actor because of Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. I'm like, I want to do that. I remember seeing Back to the Future. I'm like, I, I want to do that. That's like, that's amazing. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Okay, so uh, what was uh, you, you? 
I mentioned in the intro that you've done a couple of animated series. What are some of the animated series? Oh, uh, this Fizzy's Lunch Lab, which was on PBS. And it's funny, it came back to the voice doubling. I, I, they heard me do some impressions and I was a bit character on there for two seasons. I did like 10 or 11 different side characters. And then the actor who, who voiced Professor Fizzy, his name was uh, Larry Murphy. He now voices Teddy on Bob's Burgers. He went on to do that show and his schedule didn't match up. So they had me voice double for Professor Fizzy. So then I became the, you know, the lead of that. And then uh, Astro Blast on NBC, it was a Saturday morning cartoon. I voiced Radar the monkey. And he was like a crazy kind of monkey. He's always getting into trouble. And, and that was a lot of fun to, to, to create that. Um, uh, to, 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 what else have I done? Uh, a couple of shows for DreamWorks TV, Cuddly Giants and Extreme uh, Craftstick Mayhem. And those got canceled. They, they, I was like, there's like a running theme in my career. Every, <laughs> every time I become a lead in something, oh, we're going to cancel. We're going we're gonna to air six episodes. You guys can keep the last three. I'm like, oh, so uh, I've done Five Nights at Freddy's video games. I voice Rockstar Foxy, Funtime Foxy, Mr. Hippo in those games. Uh, and that, that was a weird career, like pivotal point in my career because I had never heard of Five Nights at Freddy's. I got cast in the video game. And as soon as I was cast, the fans found out and my social media just blew up and they came out with like wow. the toys. And, and I'm like, I had never heard of five nights at Freddy's. And apparently it was this big thing, this big video game, there's merchandise everywhere. And I just was like, wow, I had no idea. So that allowed me to do comic cons and I got to fly around the country, meet the fan. And it was a really cool experience. And that's, that's a fun part of the job because you get to meet the fans and you get to see that they appreciate your work and and what's really cool is they don't know you until they see you know the big comic-con banner with you your face and the character that's you that's you. I'm like yeah so it's that's being a voice actor is crazy because people hear me all the time but nobody i've never been stopped on the street never no because nobody it's it's a it's an anonymous kind of job and i'm okay with that well to me that's almost like the best of both worlds yeah because if if you have a steady gig as a voiceover actor, but at the same time, nobody knows who you are. To me, it's the best of both worlds. You get to yeah. be creative. You get to you, you get to you know excel at the field, but yet you're not going to be mobbed. No. And and no. you know when I when I've had when I've gone out uh, with uh, let's say famous people for lack of better terms, yep. you know, they're stopped all the time. Yeah. And I remember distinctly, we were at a breakfast and people kept coming over and it's like, it's, you know, the first couple of times it's kind of cool. But after that, it just became annoying because it was it's like, like between every bite. It's like, it's like when the, the servers come back, how is everything? I'm in the middle of a bite. Like, like, you know, it feels, <laughs> yeah. And I've been in the same situation. I'm like, how do you do it? He's like, it's just part of the job. And, and you know, I have a couple of famous friends and they 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 go through the airport with them. Oh man. It's, I mean, it's great for me because I can just boom, yeah, I'll see, I'll see you on the see you on the jetway. Like, <laughs> but like, you know, signing autographs, taking photos, and and you know, I've had small run-ins with that, like when nobody sees my face and I'll be in the bathroom or something, and you'd be in the stall and like, I mean, the thing is nothing in the flush. What am I going to do? And then, oh, my God, Arnold's you know, it's doing funny stuff like that. That You know, that's funny to me. But I, I don't do the drive through. Everybody wants me to do. You got to go to the drive through and, and get it on video. I'm like, I don't I think maybe that's my problem. I don't like doing what everybody does. I don't like doing the same videos everybody does. I don't like doing the same impressions. And I'm OK with that. I, I'm, I'm just doing what I enjoy. And I think that's got me where where I am, because I, I do, I only do the stuff I enjoy. I don't, I don't want to do the stuff that's been done. You know, it's, yeah. it's. 
Well, and I think it's important. It's, I think it's important for your brand, right? Because if you yeah. do everything that, if you're doing everything that everybody else is already doing, how do you set yourself apart? Right. It's in, and I think people enjoy what I do on TikTok and, 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 and Twitter and Instagram because I'm myself and I, and a lot of people are like, well, how do you give so much advice to other voice actors? Like, why wouldn't I? Well, wh why wouldn't you charge? Why do I want to charge them for the information? Like, I want them to be as happy as me. Like, yeah. I'd love to like do a course and like have people download it and the money just keeps coming in. That's, that's one thing, I guess. But like, I like telling people like, this is what you got to do. And when then they complain that they're not successful. And, I, and then I ask, well, how much work did you put into it? I mean, I, I made like a couple calls and sent like an email or two. Well, dude, I, I literally, I, I did a course. I had a course where I held other actors' hands and showed them exactly what I do every day. I gave them the same spreadsheets I work with, the same like templates I have to just kind of create different things. Like, and I gave them everything. I'm like, if you follow this, you'll make six figures as a voice actor. And then, you know, three or four months later, hey, how's it going? Uh, well, don't don't complain to me. And I feel bad, but I'm just like, listen, it's not, it's not, I'm not a smart dude. I dropped out of two colleges. I, you know, figured out what I wanted to do and I just went, you know, 100% at it. And it, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not a get rich quick scheme with, with voiceover. It's slow and steady, build upon it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Invest in yourself, invest in your education, get coaching. Coaching is like the best thing you can do if you're a voice actor, because those are the ones who are, they're mostly casting directors too, and they're voice actors and they're, so they're in the business. They're going to tell you what you got to do to succeed. And, and YouTube and, and Google is amazing. That's what I use every day to, to figure out answers. But like people who are in the industry and you want to get a coach, you, you go with those professional coaches who are going to put you to that next level, you know, because you don't want to, you, you, I plateau an awful lot and I get mad at myself. Why didn't I just do that sooner? And then I'm, and my wife's like, yeah, why didn't you do that sooner? And then she'll tell me something. And then somebody in the industry will tell me the same thing. And I'm like, hey, did you hear what so-and-so told me? That's what I've been telling you for like four months. You know what I mean? Like it happens everywhere. It's a universal thing that happens. And, and it's just like, ah. I, you know, I kick myself a lot, but I don't, I don't think I'd change anything. I, if, if, if I knew what I knew back then, what I know now, I would have been so much further along, but I, I, I enjoy the ride. I enjoy the, and I'm proud of myself. The fact that I did this, not on my own, cause it's a group effort with, with whoever you work with, but like, I'm proud of myself for just cutting ties with that other job, proving to myself and to my family that, Hey, we can do this. And, uh, you know, my wife didn't have to work for four years and then she got bored. She's like, I want to go back to, work. I'm like, go back to work, go for it. Like, I'm very proud of myself. The fact that I was able to do that, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I don't want to do anything else. I love being an actor. I love being a voice actor. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic, yeah. man. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> fantastic. Look at you. Look at you. I've heard that before. Never <laughs> heard that before. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's your favorite thing? If, if you had a, choose one what's your favorite thing about voice acting and doing i like you know everybody oh the money's great the money's great don't get me wrong but like i i just i love being creative i love the fact that i can be whoever or whatever i want to be like i can inspire people with just my voice i does it doesn't matter what i look like i just i love the fact that i can create stuff with a microphone my voice and a script and just ideas. It's like, it's, it's literally an endless possible, you know, it's endless possibilities. It's amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, and you haven't done any books yet, right? Cause you could go into books as well. Audiobooks. Yeah. 
See, that's my thing. Like a lot of people like you should do audio books in, in different, vo- like it's a lot of work to me, you know, coming, you know, as an entrepreneur, if I'm thinking like that, it, I, I'm trying to make the most amount of money in the least amount of time possible. Right. So it's audiobooks are like a marathon. I just don't have the stamina for that. I've done, I mean, I do, I love voicing kids books. I do a lot of books for Scholastic. Shout out to Scholastic. I do a lot of those kids audiobooks, and I love it. It's like reading to my kids at night and those are great, but those long form, it would take hours and hours and hours when I could be doing a commercial and an explainer video and nothing against that. I just, to me, I, I'm just not good at it. And I just, my mind wouldn't be there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not for you. It's not, yeah, a, it's, it's definitely not, not for me. Her. I've tried it and I'm just like, I'm yeah. going to give it to the, to the, 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 the people who do audiobooks. Those are like the real like actors. They can do the whole book. Funny story. <laughs> really quick. I had a buddy who did audiobooks and he's a big audiobook guy. Uh, he's done hundreds of them. When he first started out, he did a whole, <laughs> this whole book. He got to the end, he delivered it. And he's like, Oh, the end of the book, he realized that he should have had an Irish accent the whole time. Cause <laughs> so he wasted literally like a couple of weeks and he's like, no. So yeah, that's probably why my attention to detail with those things probably wouldn't be there. So, well, so now, how old are your kids? Uh, six and four. And have they seen your work or heard? Yeah, your work? yeah they have. And they don't, they, they, they're like, oh, because they get it, but they don't. They've seen like some Arnold stuff that I've done. They've seen you know, a lot of commercials. They, you know, we'll be watching TV and it, it, it's not out of the ordinary to see something I voiced, but they don't put two and two together. Like the Arnold video I was, I did, um, the, the, the one thing my son got out of it was like, why are you wearing mom's sunglasses? Like, <laughs> that's what he got out of it. I'm like, first of all, they're unisex. Okay. They're not just mom. Like, you know, so I'm here explaining it like an idiot. I'm like, why am I explaining this to you? Like, that's what the, and I like it. It's, it's such a slice of humble pie. It's like, I'm never going to impress my kids. Maybe one day if I'm in a Pixar movie, like, holy cow, dad's in a Pixar movie. Like, that but i mean come on like yeah they don't they don't care they're just like let's watch some movies let's dance let's have a good time it's like that's all they want they don't want they don't want the voices yeah yeah they could care less i think that's that's the way it is in 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 every household right yeah Yeah, hey that's great dad just just you know yeah 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 it's cool story bro yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly all right so uh what are your career goals do you have anything that you that you've kind of set out there. That yeah. You- like that. Yeah. That, that one, that one big thing I want, I want to be like the first non a list actor to star in like a Pixar movie. Like if I, if I could get to that and prove that you don't have to be the big name, I just, I, you know, even if maybe if I'm a big name at that point, that'd be cool. But like, I just, a, a Pixar movie is my ultimate dream and, and doing mo- and just doing films in general. Like I'd love to get back in front of the camera. It's been a long time. But I mean, acting is acting. I don't care what it is. I'm happy where my career is going right now. But I really, I just, I just want to, I just, yeah, I just, a Pixar movie would be like, that would be that, that, that my golden ticket. Like, oh my, I did it. Like, it's all downhill from here, you know, even if it takes, even if it doesn't happen until I'm 60, 65, you know, as long as, as long as I keep chasing it, that's, that's, that's the fun of it. Just keep, it gives you something to, to, to wake up every day for. Absolutely. No, I love that. You have to have a big goal. You have to uh, have something that motivates you that, that propels you forward. Yeah. So I, I love that. And uh, so how many voices do you do? I, I don't know. You know, I do a lot of, imp- I have a book somewhere with, you know, I'd write down every voice, you know, but it's mostly like, 
how many younger characters, older characters, raspy. I, I have it broken down by like, you know, raspiness. Like, you know, Michael Rooker, Michael Rooker, sort of like this. So I have this. And then I have, all right, what's a voice like that? And I put voices in categories because it's mostly for like animated series when I'm auditioning and, you know, but I don't know. I honestly don't. I really, I, if I was a guest, maybe a hundred, I guess, but it might be less. It might be more. Let's say, let's say a thousand and we'll put it on the caption. This dude does a thousand voices. <laughs> Subscribe to his YouTube. He does them all in three minutes. It's like, <laughs> All right. Do you do Christopher Walken? Is that right? I did, but I, I don't, it's like, that's like my one, one. I just, everybody else does it. So I'm like, yeah, go everybody. Cool. Christopher Walken. He's overdone. He's overdone. But like, I appreciate good one. If my thing is, if I can't do it justice, I'm just not going to do it. I just don't want to, I, I just, I, I like to put good stuff. I, I just don't, if it's subpar or if I think it's crappy, I'm like, I'm not going to do it. You know, I'm weird. You know, I was, uh, I was most impressed with the, uh, Billy Crystal back in the day, what really, uh, I think, and I could be wrong. I mean, he was uh, a stand-up comic, but I think what really helped him stand out was his impression of Muhammad Ali. Because oh, it was amazing. It was, was amazing. So Joe Frazier, yeah. and he would do the whole thing. And like, oh my, yeah, yeah. He was, he's, it was dead on. It was dead on. It was amazing. And, and there was a physical transformation too. Yes. You know, the whole thing, he just, he had the mannerisms down and he knew exactly when to, to kind of like, he had, cause Muhammad Ali has that kind of like that raspy whisper when he's yep. like, I'm so good looking or whatever. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Right. <laughs> I, then that's why like growing up, I used to watch the Dean Martin celebrity roast and you'd watch that stuff. And like, you'd have Rich Little, you have Billy Craig, you have Don, uh, Don Rickles and you'd just be watching. Like, it was like, that's the entertainment that I loved growing up. And then Eddie Murphy and I would just, you, we, it, we'd be quoting that stuff for days and days and days and days and days. They don't, they, they don't, they don't do it like they used to. They don't. What's uh, funny you should say that because I've been watching the Dean Martin roast, celebrity roast, because it's yep. available on Amazon Video now. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think I know what I might be doing. Okay, cool. <laughs> For us old timers, yeah, but I, I grew up on that as well. I, I love yeah. that. I thought it was awesome, and and, and it was just, uh, you know, what do you call it? It was just. That, to me, it was a lot of fun. It was a great way yeah. to Saturday night. I didn't have Absolutely. a date. <laughs> Might as well hang out with those guys. You know? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So uh, word of advice, if you, if, if, you know, for entrepreneurs in general, what's your word of advice? Hey, I'm starting a new career or I'm chasing my career, my, my passion, or I'm starting a company. What kind of advice would you give them? I write down, write down a plan, write down some goals. So you have a purpose, not just wake up. I don't know what I'm doing. If whatever area you want to get into, especially voiceover, people ask me, how do I get into it? The best thing you can do. And it sounds like such a, a crappy answer. It's just Google, Google and YouTube, because everything's out there. Do your research. You know, people think they have to live in one specific place to do that. You, you don't, it's everything's online now. Everything is, is, is technology based. But if you're looking to do something and get into it, just get a plan. Talk to people who are supportive around you, who are going to support that because you don't want to hang around with all the negative people who don't think you can do it. Cause that's why most people fail. They're like, ah, oh, I don't have the energy. It's like, you know, just get a good group of people around you, make a plan, figure out what you got to do, figure out how much money you got to make to be successful at this. And just, just kind of go and do it, you know, find people who do that, reach out to them, try to, try to get help as much as possible. 
what about back to the phone calling, taking the beating, taking oh. the nose? What's There's, your advice on that? It, it's it's one of those things. Like I've I've oh, I've had some you know f off the and I'm like okay yeah we'll talk and then you boom big on the on the spreadsheet red don't contact them again. But it, it's it's just introduce yourself. You know, call people, have a plan before you call. You know, research who you're calling. You know, compliment them. This is dating. This is exact. It's dating. Hey, how are you? My name's Joe. Blah. You know, whatever you can do. But it, it's it's you know, make a plan and call twenty people a day. Out of those twenty people, you might get somebody. You might get some. Yeah, sure. Send some stuff over. We'd love to see. It. And then follow it up with an email. And then after you follow it up with an email, find them on LinkedIn. Add them on LinkedIn. Hey, I just sent you an email. I just want to connect. Find them on Instagram. You know, don't be annoying, but just let them know that you know, you're, you're, you're interested. If somebody's interested in you, you're going to, you know, most likely show an interest in them too. As long as they're not selling you all these like pyramid schemes and stuff, you know, it's just like, okay, we get it, man. I appreciate it. You know, but it's just, it's persistence. It's persistence. Be numb. If you can be numb, that's the best way. Just robotic, you know, be personable, but don't think about if you're going to get told, no, oh, that's the end. It's not just keep trying. Yeah, no, that's great advice. I, I love that. And I just realized one of the other voices that you do exquisitely well is Ryan Reynolds. Oh, that's right. Aviation Chin is Ryan Reynolds. He there's a there's a musicality to it. <laughs> he goes, oh, hi there, hi there. This is what, excited Ryan Reynolds. How are you? Good to see you. Now I'm gonna have Aviation Chin do a handstand, pour it down my pants, and well, we'll have a good time. Like there's a. I look at Ryan Reynolds as, as not him personally, but doing his voice, the way I best can explain it is just a, an Ace Ventura, just a slowed down Ace Ventura. Hi there. How are you? Good afternoon. All righty then. And it's, and it's, you know, it sounds better when you have a mask on too, because people, Oh, it sounds more like Deadpool. Like, yeah, I mean, I love Ryan Reynolds. He's, he is, he, his marketing is just out of this world. It's his, you know, it's his brand, you know, it's his style of humor and it just works. His, his branding is just amazing. Yeah. He does a great job. I agree. And I, and a lot of it is that, that personal Ryan Reynolds touch. Nobody could do it like he can do it. Right. And that's, that's him. He's one of those guys. Like it comes back to voiceover. Anybody can do any voice, but it's all about being you. That's where the money is. So in Ryan Reynolds, He's, it's him. You know, that's him. You know, that's his style. And it's just like, ugh. And, just, and you know no. what? And so to a, a little bit of a distinction or contrast is you have Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, who uh, was on my show many hundred years ago, but Hugh Jackman, super nice guy. Yep. And he's got his coffee brand and, yep. and don't get me wrong. It's not bad, but it's not as good as Ryan Reynolds does. In my opinion, huge. Yeah, no, I I hear what you say. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge. Watching them, watching them together is just, it's oh. like, it's like Dean and Jerry. Just, yes. it's like, it's uh, so funny. And it's, they, they, they love each other. They're, they're really good. But the way they play off their hate is just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And then the, oh, yeah, it's just, it's brilliant. It's brilliant marketing. It is brilliant. Yes. Uh, them together is uh, a match made in heaven. It's fantastic. Uh, and, and, but again, if, if, for those who are into marketing and, and you want to look at the difference, check out, uh, YouTube again, uh, look at, uh, I forgot the name of the coffee brand, but Hugh Jackman, laughing coffee. man coffee. Yep. Laughing man coffee. 
what is a laughing man coffee and then check out uh either mint mobile or uh, uh aviation gin and it, again it's distinct personalities but i think ryan reynolds brings it better that's yes. just my opinion Somebody, no i agree i agree i agree you know so no offense there to hugh jackman he does no, not at all and and it's just different it's just you know um, man, you know what, Joe, I've had so much fun having you on the show. I'd Please love to well. bring you back, uh, you know, uh, next year and, and maybe catch up and see what you're doing, see how much closer you got to your Pixar goal. And absolutely. And, and, uh, it's just been an absolute blast. I want to thank you so much for stopping by. Thanks for having me, man. This is, this is awesome, man. I really appreciate it. Thank